0: Good Risings, I'm Jackie.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we are talking stress. We got it started Monday with stress's effect on our memory. Tuesday, we talked stress and the brain. Wednesday, we took a closer look at stress and the body. Yesterday, we looked into routines and rituals. And today, we're making stress our friend.
1: Today, we're diving deeper into the tools we have at our disposal when choosing how to interact with our body's physiological responses to stress. TED-Ed educator Madhumita Merjia explains, there are many ways to reverse what cortisol does to our stressed brains. The most powerful weapons are exercise and meditation, which involves breathing deeply and being aware and focused on our surroundings. Increasing our heart rate is linked to chemical changes in our brains that help reduce anxiety and increase our sense of well-being. Regular exercise is also widely thought to improve sleeping patterns, which comes in handy the night before a stressful situation. Exercise and meditation are also known to increase the size of the hippocampus, thereby improving our memory.
0: TED-Ed educator Elizabeth Cox suggests that we prepare. If we know a stressful situation like a test is coming, we prepare in conditions similar to that stressful environment. So if we're stressed about that test, we might prepare by completing practice questions under time pressure or seated at a desk rather than on a couch that decreases our stress response to these specific factors. We're putting ourselves in as similar a situation as possible to prepare ourselves We want to come across as little surprise as possible when the time to perform arrives. And on the actual test day, we want to focus on deep breathing to counteract our body's fight-flight-freeze response. Deep breathing exercises have shown measurable reduction in test anxiety in groups, ranging from third graders to nursing students. But the calming effect of deep breathing extends well beyond tests.
1: TED-Ed educator Sharon Berquist touches on something we discussed in the last week of June in our episode titled, Call It What It Is, Excited. As often as possible, we reframe the meaning of stress in our minds. If we can view these stressful situations as challenges, we can control and master rather than respond in fear as though the stress is some insurmountable feat. We'll perform better in the short run and stay healthier in the long run.
0: Stanford University psychologist Kelly McGonigal, a health psychologist who's made it her mission to help people be happier and healthier, is turning the entire conversation about stress on its head. She argues that the best way to overcome stress is not to overcome it at all. It's to reframe our relationship with it. She shares the result of a study which tracked 30,000 adults in the United States for eight years. They started by asking people, how much stress have you experienced in the last year they also asked do you believe that stress is harmful for your health and then they use public death records to find out who died they found that people who experienced a lot of stress in the previous year had a 43% increased risk of dying But what's shocking is that was only true for people who also believe that stress is harmful for your health. People who experienced a lot of stress but did not view stress as harmful were no more likely to die. In fact, they had the lowest risk of dying of anyone in the study, including people who had relatively little stress.
1: So the researchers estimated that over the eight years they were tracking deaths, 182,000 Americans died prematurely, not from stress but from the belief that stress is bad for you. The shocking results of the study inevitably led to the question, can changing how we think about stress make us healthier? And here, the science says yes. When we change our mind about stress, we can change our body's response to stress. McGonigal poses the thought that if we view feelings of stress instead as signs that our body is energized and preparing us to meet this challenge, we can actually alter our physiological response to stress and decrease the negative implications. That's exactly what participants were told in a study conducted at Harvard University. Before they went through the social stress test, they were taught to rethink their stress response as helpful. That pounding heart is preparing you for action. If you're breathing faster, it's no problem. It's getting more oxygen to your brain. And participants who learned to view the stress response as helpful for their performance, well, They were less stressed out, less anxious, more confident. But the most fascinating finding in McGonagall was how their physical stress response changed.
0: She explains that in a typical stress response, our heart rate goes up. Our blood vessels constrict, and this is one of the reasons chronic stress is sometimes associated with cardiovascular disease. It's not really healthy to be in this state all the time, but in the study, when participants viewed their stress response as helpful, their blood vessels stayed relaxed. Their heart was still pounding, but this is a much healthier cardiovascular profile. It actually looks a lot like what happens in the moment of joy and courage. Over a lifetime of stressful experiences, this one biological change could be the difference between a stress-induced heart attack at the age of 50 and living well into your 90s. And this is really what the new science of stress reveals, that how we think about stress matters.
1: McGonagall goes on to say that her goal as a health psychologist has changed. She no longer wants to get rid of stress. She wants to make people better at stress. Whatever you believe about stress, your body believes you and your stress response follows. She finishes by saying, one thing we know for certain is that chasing meaning is better for our health than trying to avoid discomfort. And so she says that's really the best way to make decisions. It's to go after what it is that creates meaning in our lives and then trust ourselves to handle the stress that follows.
0: It's just one more tool in our arsenal to change the way we understand and interact with our bodies. Whether we're cultivating habits which decrease the stress in our lives or reframing the way we think about stress or both in unison. What we know for certain is our bodies believe our minds and that's where the work begins.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin,
0: And you can find me at Wood underscore one. See you again Monday. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.
1: Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio